Greetings, adventurers. I am your dungeon master, Michael DeMauro, and my pronouns are he, him. With me this week, Tim Lanning. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My pronouns are also he, him. Jennifer Cheek. Hi, everyone. My pronouns are she, her. Nika Howard. Hello. My pronouns are she, her. And Mike Bachman. Hey, everyone. He, him. Do you guys remember when we started this podcast? Uh, we're here. Like, I remember us having the conversation. We were in our uh, uh, in our uh, apartment in uh-huh. Brighton, uh-huh. S- uh, s- sitting at that shitty table in, the, oh, in our kitchen. Man. I was combing my hair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was like, are we going to, when are we going to start over at level one? When are we going to play new characters? He's like, no. <laughs> Never. And Never. then nine years later. Nine years later. We're, we're, I feel like we're all in such different places. Like, I feel like so fucking ready to mm-hmm. play a level one again. But that, at the same time, when I saw how much HP my character had, I was like, no! <laughs> I'm so squishy! Yeah, Jennifer was making her character and she was like, all right, what magic items do I get? I was like, none. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like nothing? <laughs> I can't none. believe you this. Get none. Um, what a what a what a ch- big change, man! Nine years, and we're finally doing it. And uh, so happy everyone is here to join us. Um, if you uh, if you are new to the show, you can come join us on Tuesday nights at around eight forty five p.m. Eastern, when we record these suckers live the pre-show uh it's it's wild the, the outtakes it's it's fun yeah have. the podcast version is still the canonical version of course but uh it, it you're i feel like a lot of people do it for the community it's say good, hi chat yeah it's good to hang out so twitch.tv slash geekly inked yeah tuesdays 845 and, uh, eastern we have a patreon patreon.com slash dnd podcast our twitter is at dnd podcast uh we've been doing it for long enough that we have at dnd podcast so yeah, yeah. Yeah. We also give away uh, Die Hard Dice, which is our, our dice sponsor, our dice affiliate, uh, on Twitch every week at the end of the, the stream. But, you know, we'll talk about it later. But just in case, if you know, you can go to dieharddice.com, enter the offer code DRAGONS with an exclamation mark, and get 15% off your order, and a little bit comes to us. So that's a little ad. Just, a, you know, kind of lightly front load it so people can, new folks mm-hmm. can see what's up. The lands of Drunkeros are vast. Over the past nine years, we have told many of the stories of this vast land, but not all of them. Our focus is going to go west, past the wildlands, past the crossroads, and into the areas that are cut off from places we know well. We're also going years into the future, after the tale of the Tower of Grey finished but I'd like to leave that a little vague. Things are a bit different here. To start off, this land has been united under the rule of one Emperor Beauregard. He rose to power as a great warrior, renowned for killing the last of the dragons and finally bringing some safety to the people. He also drove off the wizards and smashed the White Spire so common people would no longer need to fear being bewitched or burned alive in magical flames. His secret was Theonite, a magical metal with strange properties. It is said that in the right hands, this metal is able to control magic. He formed a new order of sorcerers called the Orinatio Theonitis, 
They are easy to spot with their Theonite collars, which can never be removed. He was also able to unite religion. All clerics now serve Rhea, the queen of the gods, patron of summer, ruler of the sun and sky, and keeper of law, order, and justice. The other gods are not to be spoken of, unless the speaker is fond of rotting away in a castle dungeon. We start our new tale in the year of 3122 in the month of the Queen, just a couple of weeks from Remembrance Day, a feast that celebrates Beauregard's great victory over magic in the White Spire. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, Mr. Bachman... So your character is, he does not live where this campaign is going to start. He lives somewhere else. Yes. Do you want to describe him for us? Maybe start physically? Yeah. And like where he is, like describe the building he's in. Okay. Okay. Uh, he, he is hot. Uh, he has got, uh, he's, he's got, a, he's kind of wears like a long, uh, long peacoat with like a black turtleneck a duster yeah 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 like textbook attractiveness is a is a is very symmetrical very unassuming uh you know got got nice uh nice quaffed nicely quaffed uh black hair okay what kind of clothes is he wearing yeah he's, he has he does have pants and shoes and they're nice they're nice is he human yeah he's human wow wild just a regular ass, nothing special human. And so, where where would he be right now? He would be in a uh, in a, a rather large mansion. Okay. Um, 
sitting in front of a sitting in front of a fire. It's kind of warm out, but you know it's customary to have fires going in, in large rooms such as these. Yeah. Well, I say sitting. There would be a solitary chair in the middle of the room, um, facing this fireplace. But he is standing off uh, to some very large, like vaulted seat, like the large windows, staring contemplatively. Is it raining? Sounds like it's raining. Oh, it has to be raining. Huge thunder cracks. <laughs> the door opens as a particularly huge thunder crack cracks thunder. Um, and flashes outside the window, and uh, you hear uh, the clip-clop of your manservant, Milton Graves, as he enters the chambers. Is he a centaur? No, he's just wearing, you know, shoes that are, like, real. He's his valet and his valet. (laughs) (laughs) Master Screech, I have procured a carriage seat for you in the next caravan to Rhymeford. It will arrive before Remembrance Day as requested. Good. Prep my things. It's gonna be a long night, Milton. I shall get on it right away, sir, but... I found out some additional things about Rhymeford, and... I have to say that I do not approve of this trip. I've never needed your approval, Milton. But I've always been grateful for it. You know why I have to go. But, sir... It was so many years ago. Can't you just move on with your life? It feels... feels like it's just yesterday. For me... What are we talking about again, sir? You've gone aloof in your old age. We're talking about the murder of my parents. Oh. Those magic users so many years ago. Right. Yes. The Echo name has been forever tarnished. By the depths of the underbelly of that city. But, sir, the... The name has not been tarnished. In, in, in any way, the... The Reverb Mining and Logistics Company is... Is as grand as it ever was when your parents were still My alive. My parents, Milton! Blast and Toot Echo! They died, Milton, and I can't bring them back. But I can bring back justice to these city streets. But you don't even know that the rebels are in this far-flung town. Did you know that there's only one inn and it's called the Goblin Pit? Really? In the whole town, one inn. Do we have status there, Milton? Well, the the mine is being managed by... Granona Flintbeard. Granola? Granona, like Winona, but with a grow. I knew that. Granona is aware that you are are coming and will be looking in on why the mine has not been producing as as well as it should. The mine is the least of our worries, Milton. But you know as well as I that I'm really going there to investigate the seedy underbelly of the town. There's even a decrepit old white spire there. Do you know how dangerous those things are? They're all cursed. Bet you a lot of... Bet you a lot of winged animals live in a place like that? <laughs> I, I do not know what you speak of, sir. You think I, I'm still looking... I'm still looking for a new design for the gear, Milton. Got sugar gliders. <laughs> <laughs> the, the winged squirrel isn't gonna... <laughs> Is it working? 
It's a large tail, Milton! It makes me too easy to spot! I said to go with a barn swallow. You've heard me time and again. Uh, barn swallows aren't cool, but Milton! Anyway, I have to go tonight! Okay, well, the caravan leaves tomorrow. I've got a uh, ticket for you on the, on the next coach. Uh, tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. Uh, bright and early. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's... You, I couldn't do this without you, Milton. Literally. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to know before you head off on this, dare I say, fool's errand? Just one thing, Milton. It's gonna be a long night. Next, we're going to travel to the capital of Farhold. This is the big capital. To the headquarters of the Ordinatio Theonitis, which the commoners refer to as the slab, since it appears to be a huge cube with just one entrance and no windows. Jennifer, can you describe your character for me? She has dark hair. That is in uh, what you would call a hime cut, which is little blunt bangs. And she's got two little pieces in the front and then long hair in the back. Mm. She has a gold metallic collar around her neck. She is wearing clothes that I would say are reminiscent of Lady Jessica from the Dune series. And TVQH, we've got a little splash of Padme Amidala going on. Just Ooh, think like, yeah. think like she's like a sweeping like robes and it's all up to her neck and like long sleeves and she's very covered up. Is this like the um, outfit whenever she is on honeymoon with Anakin, the sunset dress? Anything like that except for she's very covered up. Like her skin is very covered up. So uh, she has like a big cloak that she can like put over her head, that kind of thing. But she's, I would say she's pretty tall actually and very dark hair. How tall? Uh, honestly, what's like six feet tall? Why not? Jesus, nice. Uh, why not? I've never been tall. Why not make my character tall? It's a fantasy world. Great. Wonderful. Oh, and she's also a human. Also a human. Interesting. Also a human. Wow. What What is her? So we had we had Screech Echo. Oh, right. I didn't say my name. Um, I will be playing Celine Von Esper. Ooh. So you, you grew up in a rich house, a rich family. Yes, like maybe not one of the like the major houses, but like a second down. Like mm-hmm. my family had money, and we, uh, yeah, we're amongst all the fancy people and the society and all that stuff. So, and then you show you showed promise of magical ability. I sure did. And uh, and so you were whisked away to the OT. Mm-hmm. Ordinatio. Theonitis. I like saying Theonitis. I don't like the first one. Yeah. So, yeah, I was the first child in my family, and an incident happened, which I'm still a little unclear on because I can never get my mom to actually tell me a lot of details about it. But regardless, I have magic. So normally I would be the person inheriting everything from my house because I'm the first child. But instead, I went to magic school. So I have three other siblings. Um, and my younger brother, Leo, is now kind of taking things over for the family. And I have two twin teen siblings. Nice. It's been about a year since you finished your your training. And it's like a long training because I'm in like my early 30s. It's like you it's like serious, like super extra PhD. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm still kind of fresh. 
Yes, so you're still fresh, and you have, for the first time, been summoned on your own to see Master Kagan. <gasps> he would like you to come visit him in his office. So Selena's standing outside the door. <sighs> okay, you've got this. Just don't say anything weird. Be very polite. Um, and she takes a, a, a little handkerchief out of her pocket and pats the sweat off of her <laughs> face and underneath her bangs so she can't, can't let her bangs look at a place. <clears throat> okay. And then I open the door. Uh, Master Kagan, I heard you wanted to see me. Adept Celine, welcome. Please sit. Okay. So, I have a a mission for you. Your first field mission. Oh, well, of course I'll, I will. I, I'm prepared. Uh, my training has, you know, prepared me for this moment and uh, anything that will be in service to the kingdom, I'm ready to do. Excellent. I've heard nothing but good things from everyone I, I spoke to and we will need someone we can trust for this mission because you are going into the enemy's lair. Oh, oh my, oh my, my goodness. Um, well, well where, where, where would I be going specifically? You will be going to the Whispering Peaks region to the town of Rhymeford. Oh, I've never even, I've never heard of that. I mean, um, I, of course, I, I we, we studied all the different regions and um, I'm sure that I'll have some time before we go to really prepare and make sure I... Well, you're leaving tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, of course, I'm, I'm ready to go. Will anyone be going with me or is this a solo mission? It, uh, if we go in with too many troops, it'll, it'll be too obvious that we know something big is going down there. So we need you to go in by yourself. Oh, um... Well, I have <clears throat> uh, transportation and and and, lo and lodging. Uh, is someone to carry my bags? No, you will not have someone to carry your bags. I will give you. A, you will have a small stipend, and uh, you will be traveling via caravan. Oh, uh, yes, yes, it is. Of course, of course, Master Kagan. This is what we know. There's a Theonite mine in the town, which has been. Uh, always one of our best producers, and it has continued to fall off to the point of being nearly useless. And we suspect there are rebels interfering. Huh. So, so am I, um, am I to, uh, put down a, a rebellion alone? You need not put down an entire rebellion on your own. Uh, okay. Of course, of course. It was, uh, I was joking. <laughs> yes, we don't joke here in this lab. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was. Um, I actually was just sincerely asking. I really wasn't sure, honestly. I understand your. Yes. Anyway, uh, I understand you're nervous. Uh, you'll you'll be doing just fine. You need to go. You need to find out what's happening in the Theonite mine. The Remembrance Day feast is coming. Uh, we would like you to get there before that because with all the food and drink, the tongues will be loosened and you should be able to get more information that way. Yes. Um, well, I, this is quite an honor, uh, Master Kagan, and I will be sure not to disappoint you or the order. Um, I, I'm taking this very seriously. Well, I guess I better go back and uh, start doing some last minute research and packing, Hat and I. Yes, uh, check in with Sir Yalos when you get there. He is the purview of the town. He is in a keep. 
there. And I've been told actually to be careful of the improprietor. They are not what they seem. Oh, well, I will keep my eyes peeled, sir. Uh, and then he just starts looking down and starts writing, and you realize that uh, you have been dismissed. Thank you. And I walk out and close the door and just kind of like slump against it. Fuck. How am I going to do this by myself? You do know that your caller has some uh, rudimentary uh, communication abilities. So if I need to like put out a signal that like shit's not cool. Yeah, you can essentially, yeah, essentially has like a what? would be a panic. Not that anyone could get there. Well, maybe they could teleport. So maybe they could get there pretty fast, but... Yeah. Before... Before you go... Did, yes, yes. Celine, Is it Celine or Selena? S- S- it's, um, it's Celine, sir. Uh, Celine Von Esper. Celine. Von... Yeah, okay. You might know my dad, um, Darius. Anyway, yes. If you do run into trouble, uh, do keep a low profile. The proximity of the mine will cause a great deal of interference with your collar. Aha. Uh-huh. So you will want to get about a mile away from the mine if you need to contact us. Okay. Good to know. Well, I, I, and she takes a little notebook and just writing things out. All right, that is all. Okay. Thank you. Oh, my God. Huh. Okay. Um, well... You've never been outside of the city before, uh, and you're going by yourself, but it's going to be okay. You'll be able to figure it out. I don't really know how to get in room at the inn, <laughs> um, but I'll, I'm sure I'll be okay. It'll be fine. So the next day comes, and you are told to meet at a, a local tavern in town where uh, you will be picking up the carriage in the caravan. So you head down there, and you are led into the caravan, and there's one other person sitting inside of the carriage. What do they look like? He's got black, curly hair. <laughs> so like swooped hair? Swoopy? It's like a swoop. Hi there, are you, um, I guess we're going to the same place, or or maybe you could be just going somewhere along the way. I guess we don't know if, if we're going to the same place or not. Oh, I heard this is supposed to be a private car, but I don't mind the company. Yes, uh, well, this is, um, so as you can tell, obviously, I'm part of the order, and she kind of, like, gestures towards the collar, so, you know, order business. Oh, of course, I'd hate to stand in the way of the order. Please, have a seat. Celine sits down. Across. The carriage starts, and uh, apparently it's, like, a week-long journey. Oh, damn, <laughs> we are gonna get to know each other real well, means great. Where do, where do people sleep in these things? They don't. Does it, like, stop a lot at, like, inns along the way or something? Yes. You could ask the driver. You can see the driver. You can, like, knock on the little window or whatever. Yes. So I'm sure that um, oh, someone yes. from the order talked to you, but, um, so are uh, we gonna be, like, stopping? Uh, at any inns along the way, or are we sleeping in here? I, um, I don't. I just wasn't really sure how it worked. No, you can't sleep inside the. You can't sleep in the carriage. So, okay. Um. So we'll be stopping at inns along the way. Tonight we will. Okay. 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 Uh, Celine kind of sits back and then looks at the other person in the carriage with her. We will set up a tent on the other nights. Um, sure. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. 
And then Selene is like, <sighs> This your first time on a caravan, Miss? Sorry, I didn't even introduce myself. Oh my goodness. Um, well, uh, I'm, my name's Selene Von Esper. Uh, I don't know Selene if you prefer that. Um, but yeah, I, um, you know, I'm pretty new adepts and I just finished school not super long ago and I mean, honestly I haven't really traveled a lot outside of the capital so but uh you know Master Kagan thinks I can do this uh just you know general corner business um he thinks I can handle it on my own uh, sorry, what was your name? The name's Screech. Screech Echo. Nice to meet you, Mr. Echo. What, um, are you also going to Rhymeford? Uh, yeah, yes, I'm going to... And thank you for saying the name again. I had it written down wrong. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going... Uh, we're heading out to Rhymeford to, uh... Take a look at this, uh, this mine that my... That my family's company owns. Oh! Oh, your company owns the mine? Yes, that's why they call it Mine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. That's, uh, huh. That's so, so, um, so are you, your family owns it. So, so are you going to just check in on things or, uh, I mean, hopefully you're, you're in this carriage, uh, so it's, your business is going well? Oh, well, frankly, this particular mine's been underperforming. Oh. We may have to shut it down if things don't go well. Oh, well, I, I, I hope that's not the case. I hope that. Then it starts producing again. I mean, you know, if we can't, then that's no good for me either, right? Well, you know, frankly, we've got we've got tons of these mines, and it's not it's no big deal to me one oh. way or the other. Um. Well, when you're not checking on your family's mines, what do you what, what do you do? Do you mean at night? I mean, I guess it. When, whenever you want to tell me about, it, I guess. At night, I go out. <laughs> oh, like. Uh, you go to to different taverns, or, or you could say that. Oh, okay. Wherever the night leads me. Selena's like very tense right now. <laughs> Inside, she's like, I never go out and do anything. I don't want to talk to anyone. Yes, when darkness looms, and the only thing in the sky is the moon. But enough about me. You're going to Rhymeford, uh, first time out of the city. Pretty excited? Oh, yes. I'm very excited. Um, it's a great opportunity to prove myself, and uh, I, I, I'm sure it will be a great learning experience. Well, I'm sure. Well, we've got a long ride ahead of us, Celine, so let's, uh, let's get to know each other. Okay. So time passes... How do you think this trip goes? A week with these marriage. <laughs> um, I, I do feel like Celine would definitely try to like get info out of him about his business, um, the family business, and maybe do you, do you think that Screech would like open up to Celine at all about what his, his nighttime business is? I don't I don't think so, but I think he would he would say a lot of like very leading things about dark and night. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you guys are sitting around a fire, presumably staring into it. Yeah, and, and Screech is <laughs> loving it. <laughs> I know the flames are like reflecting on his face. <laughs> Carriage man, turn out the lanterns around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to read you're trying to read, but he's constantly like, You mind if I turn this light out? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel like Celine would honestly just be like furiously like reading like books and taking notes on things, mm-hmm. like preparing how to be around a poor person. For the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've read that one. <laughs> how, how to infiltrate? <laughs> how to eat food with your hands? <laughs> so uh, it's a bumpy ride. It your butt hurts. But you make it to the first tavern, the first inn. It's not so bad. You know, there's a bard playing. And, uh, you know, the the next day starts. And, you know, you're back in the carriage. You're going, you're going, you're going. You do a whole other day. Your butt hurts in places you didn't know your butt could hurt because of all the bounces and whatnot. They don't have very good shocks. No. No. It, it so, honestly, it sounds like riding in a carriage like that would suck so bad. Oh, yeah. Just like your teeth rattling the whole time. It is. It's fall, so it's like nice. It's still like it's early fall, so it's like it's not hot anymore. So it is, it is generally pleasant other than just the smelly, dirty whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I do feel like at this point, Selena's like bedraggled in a way that she has never been before the dust just gets through. Michael, were you saying the smelly, dirty passenger or? Just being you know, in an enclosed space for oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. straight. Yeah. There's probably, someone's got a fart at some point. Mm-hmm. I have magic for that. <laughs> <laughs> the we- the weaving, um, the, the really like, uh, the really like researched weaving cloth of uh, from my company keeps all my farts inside my pants. <laughs> but, but also, when I do finally take them off, it's not great. <laughs> They're all just wrapped in there. <laughs> you break the seal. It's just yeah. like. Oh my god! It's the end of the second day, and they uh, they set up camp, and uh, it's outside, and it's getting a little chilly. And they, you know, they make a fire, uh-huh. they put up a few tents. You get your own tent. So that's exciting. So was this a tent that, this was like a part of the caravan or did like yeah. someone the order a gift? Oh boy. Okay. I feel like Celine's not going to know how to do this. <laughs> oh, they all. set it up for you. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I do have my own tent. Okay. Yeah, the tent is just as big inside as appears outside. That might be a shock. My tent has a large window in the side so I can brood. and uh you know you have your first road meal it is not the fare that you're used to (laughs) so he's like "Mm, thank you i love it (laughs) uh screech would like much in the way that like um somebody when the coffee's bad would like offer up somebody some of their flask he's he's got what um i'm trying to think how you would describe like a meat flask uh-huh. <laughs> like I got meat like on me for that. That's like a really nice cut. You probably put like a sausage thing in one of those coin counters and shoot out like pre-cut <laughs> sausage drinks. You know oh what my saying? god, it's wow. like a Pez dispenser, but for slimy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I would probably offer offer some of that to Celine with a with a wink, like yeah, food's bad, huh? Uh, yeah, I have to say I'm not really used to eating. Uh, this kind of food. What's what would be the drunk? What would be the drunkeros version of wagyu beef? <laughs> um, it's just wagyu beef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you mean you mean this kind of food? And I show them like, my fancy beef. Oh, um, <laughs> showing your fancy beef already. Right. Oh, wow. 
Well, it's like a night. I, it seems like uh, you, you have better provisions than me. I didn't quite know what to pack. I, if I'd known, uh, if I thought about things, I could have packed some stuff. Oh, you don't have a, you don't have a, uh, a, ma- a master of staff to take care of that for you? <laughs> no, well, before I, honestly, I would just get all my meals from the, the dining hall. Um, so, no... No, uh, not here. Um, they didn't. They thought I could do it by myself. So, yeah. No, no uh, master yes. house. Yes, I get my meals from my personal dining hall as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grand room with a long table, a one chair. Oh, that sounds uh, kind of lonely. I mean, I'm sure it's nice. I, I, I'm sure the table's nice. What if you left two empty chairs for your parents? Ah! And you still sit in your high chair like a freak. (laughs) (laughs) Alfred or whatever his name is, cut my food. (laughs) Do it up for me first. Bonnet. (laughs) Yeah. a little bib on him. Huge lolly if he's good. (laughs) It's it's not a healthy way to grieve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, I do like that though. The, the long, long. I'm at the end. It's a long table, and then two empty chairs. <laughs> uh, uh, Milton would set would set out the 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 plates and cutlery, and then pick them up again at the end of the meal. <laughs> the rotten food. So you all have your your wagyu A5 beef, and mm-hmm. uh, and now it, it's time to turn in. And and I. So I guess the first time you say it at the end, right? Yeah. So this is my first. Okay. So I'm assuming I do have like a little pack and, and an adventurer's kit. Mm. And I'm yeah, just yeah. laying there, tossing and turning in my tit, shivering. And I'm writing, let's say I'm writing in a diary. I have a little diary that I'm keeping. Love it. And I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is Screech doing? Screech has a. Um has laid out he it's like a like a California king like four poster in the middle of this thing and um he would be he would have spread out on the on the on the bedding one thousand ball bearings perfectly laid out in a square and he would be he'd be counting and examining all of them <laughs> okay can I have you both roll? Perception, please. Oh, yeah. yes. First roll. First roll. Yeah. Thought you'd never ask. I got a nat 20. Woo! First roll of the yeah. John got a nat 20 in the episode zero. You you got a nat 20 here? God is good. He has a 20, 23. I only got a 15. So you, you hear some rustling outside. Celine, you definitely hear what you believe are three or four sets of small feet uh, making their way into camp. I would like to crack open the the tent and look out with just one little eye discreetly. Roll a uh, roll investigate. Go! <laughs> there we go. Nine. <laughs> there and the jiffers back, baby. <laughs> You can't make it out, but you think you saw a shape uh, disappear behind uh, Screech's tent. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so I am like, 
<laughs> like part of me really wants to just stay in my tent. Did it? So did I, I? I missed it, Michael. Did you say I passed at fifteen? You you hear some rustling outside, but you're not sure what it is. Okay. I would like to move move into the shadows. Are there shadows around, Michael? It's nighttime. Yeah, there are shadows. Yeah, you're inside of a tent. And there's shadows. Well, I wanna I wanna slip out of the tent. Oh, you slip out of the tent. And I'll I'll roll I'll roll stealth for that if you need. I got a plus seven to stealth, but I did roll uh, nat one, so. No! You see Echo, he gets up out of bed and a bunch of ball bearings fall off the bed. (laughs) I slept with him? And Echo, Echo comes rolling out. Of the no! ten. Michael's gonna be a real stickler. Day. You didn't say that I put it away one thousand times, so this is on you. No, you're doing comical like slipping on them. I thought you were to sleep on it uh, a bed o' nail style. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just checking them out. Making you were sure still that... you were still counting them. Michael, I rolled a twenty and that twenty again for myself. Oh my god. Wow. This is this is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Like you're a magic user, but I just roll really good. You hear a screech comes rocketing out of his tent. <laughs> Real Mr. Magoo, like <laughs> you hear a, a high pitch yelp, and I'm gonna have to ask everyone to everyone who's here. Uh, sorry, other two people who don't get to play yet. Uh, roll initiative. Initiative. Oh shit! I'm rolling too. I won't tell you what I got, but. Oh my god, I'm so good tonight! I, I am not this little guy, so I just, you know. 21. 24. Holy shit. So high. I throw 1,000 ball bearings at them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are three goblins <gasps> that have entered camp and uh, are holding knives, and they look like they're out for blood. Oh man. Put up your dukes! I'm, I'm, I'm playing three goblins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're three goblins in a trench coat. Yep. Screech, you're up first. Okay, I want to attack one of them. I want to get real. C- well, how does like hiding in combat work? Like, there's ways to do it, right? Is there a way to do just like a stealth roll as an action, or? Sure. Okay, I would. I would do that. I would uh, r- try and try and do some sort of a flourish back into the shadows, much quieter than the last time. 22. You melt into the shadows. Okay. And then, how does, like, uh... Um, nope, that's it. I just disappear. Okay. Celine, uh, you briefly see your friend Screech Echo come rolling out of his tent and then dive behind something into the shadows. <laughs> you see the goblins. There are three goblins. They see you. No, they don't see you. You're invisible. Okay, well, I'm. I would like to try to cast a ray of frost on I don't know the one that's closest to me okay so do you think uh Selena's seen action before no <laughs> no no Selena's freaking out right now shit 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 <laughs> yeah I feel like this I mean like I've like done practice stuff but this is the first like incident that mm. I have been involved in yeah you've had tons of training I've had training a lot of training so yeah, so I just kind of blast it out. So that would be uh, 21. That hits so much. Yay! Okay, 
So a frigid beam of blue-white light streaks towards the creature and uh, it takes 1d8 cold damage and its speed is reduced by 10 until the start of my next turn. Four cold damage. The goblin goes, <laughs> And then I would like to, as a bonus action, I'm going to try to telekinetically shove the goblin. <laughs> into, actually, I would like to shove one of them into the other if I can, if they're like close enough. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they have to succeed on a strength save or be moved five, five feet. Hmm. It's not very strong. I actually, yeah, I would like to move the one that I just hit. I want to shove him into another one. All right. Well, it rolled pretty well. 16 minus one, so that's a 15. Oh. Okay, he passes. DC 13. Damn. Uh, it must be weird, though, to get shoved out of nowhere. Well, he doesn't get shoved. Well, he still feels He it. feels it, but he, yeah. he, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So he got blasted with cold and also attempted shove. That's, uh, that's my turn. The goblins all turn at you, having, seeing you having fired magic, and they, they go, ah! <laughs> and uh, they all pull out short bows and have three arrows fired at you. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna die. <laughs> this could be the end of your character. No, we can't! Yeah, we can't! First roll is a 23. What the fuck? I guess my AC? Yeah. Well, yeah, that fucking hits. My AC is 12. First one does five piercing damage. Michael, I just want to point out that I have eight hit points. You still have eight after getting hit for five? No, no. I started at eight, so I have three now. <laughs> That's why I'm hiding. <laughs> this is why I wanted us to run a practice level one kit like session. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but oh honestly, this, God. I feel like Celine would just fucking do this. She's like, I've got to do it. <laughs> Run away, run away. The second roll is a 13. Yeah, it hits. Wow, your armor class sucks. Do you not have the thing? What thing? Shield? Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, actually, yes. Do you, you want to die? No, I don't want to die. Okay, all right. I cast shield. I cast shield. It's a reaction, so. This is fun. Michael! <laughs> Why do you take joy in this? Michael, I really didn't want to take shield, and now I'm like, damn, I'm glad I took shield. Yeah. Wait till Michael sees all the magic items I have. (laughs) (laughs) You're all rich, so. So what does your AC turn into when you use shield? It'll be 17 now. Okay, it's just for that one attack, though. This round. This round, the rest of the round. Oh, okay. Well, that one plinks harmlessly off your shield. Thank God! <laughs> then the third arrow comes whizzing at you. Oh my God. <laughs> Michael! Please tell me you didn't do a 20. Nah, I rolled a four. Oh my God! I was like, I, I, I am gonna stomp away. <laughs> Screech, you're up. You just saw your new friend get pelted with multiple arrows. And she's not looking good. Screech, you've seen combat before. I got arrows. Yeah. Wh- oh man. What are you doing? Are you sc- huh. are you screaming? <laughs> I think I am screaming. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm bleeding. How does attacking from stealth work? Does it reveal you if it's like a ranged? Yeah. And there, there's one that's there's only one that's damaged, correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay, I will fire my short bow at the one that's damaged. 
19. Woo! That hits. Okay, this is a sneak attack. Great roll. That's going to be 10 damage. What does it look like when you kill this goblin? From seemingly nowhere, you see, you hear a, a whooshing sound, and you catch just a glint in the moonlight of, a, of the shaft of an arrow, and at its tip, a sharpened silhouette of a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and as you look, as you look up at the top of the hill that is most assuredly there, you see that you see what is clearly a man in a squirrel costume. <laughs> very, I, Michael, we didn't discuss like what kind of action it is to, to do costume changes. No, we didn't. But I'm going to hope you'll let me do this. What choice do I have now? Squirrel armor, uh, it has only a, a, a two-second doffing time. Yeah. Yes. Or donning time. <laughs> it's a bitch to get out of, though. Yeah, doffing time is way longer. <laughs> I constantly have a costume change as a ready to action. <laughs> like pretty much always. Um, because I didn't have anything Woody prepared for him to say, he just says, finally, the night. Okay. Is that it? Yes, I'm level one. <laughs> All right, Celine. You've got an arrow sticking out of you, and oh. you just witnessed a, a, a humanoid creature die in front of your eyes. You see... You see the light extinguish <laughs> <laughs> as his eyes go go glazed and he falls dead. Honestly, am I able to like run away from this? Is I think to leave and try to go find whoever's in charge of this this wagon train or whatever the hell our caravan. Okay, you're gonna run for it. Yeah, I'm gonna run for it. I'm scared. Okay, you. Uh, yeah, the caravan guy probably has a shotgun. Yeah, something. I don't even have a shotgun. <laughs> It's um, been a long you... time since campaign one. <laughs> He's got lasers. <laughs> An airplane goes over him. I mean, I guess <laughs> I, is it so? So one is down, and there are there still two. There's two left. Yeah, there are, and there are other. There's the the tent for the driver, and there are some other, you know, people because it is a caravan, and you actually do hear uh, shouts from other parts of of the the caravan. It seems like this is not the only attack that's happening. Oh fuck. In that case, I'm going to cast not a cantrip. I'm going to attempt to cast sleep <laughs> on the two goblins. Maybe I should have done to begin with. I didn't think they'd be this hard. <laughs> honestly. Goblins are motherfuckers. They're, I didn't know it was that bad. But honestly, I think it's realistic for my character. So true. Um, so for sleep, it just like it just is, right? Like I don't have to like roll for anything, right? Oh, it's based on their hit dice. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to roll 5d8, and the total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Creatures within 28 feet of a point you choose are affected in an ascending order of their current hit points. Okay, so I'm going to, let me roll 5d8. Yeah, sleep is like the only spell that I know of that works the way it does, which I think is cool. Okay, so 26 is what I rolled from my 5d8. So 26 worth of hit points. Yeah, so if there's 13, if they each have 13, they both fall asleep, but if they each have 14, only one falls asleep, is that correct? Both goblins slump to the ground, sleepy. Um, Mr. Mr. Echo, what? what's happening? <laughs> I, um, I vanish. Yeah. <laughs> Stealth roll. Sure. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know him. 
Holy shit. I rolled a two. <laughs> I mean, it's nine. It's a nine. Your your branch breaks. <laughs> it's a contested roll. Yeah, roll perception. Uh, 21. Is that better than a two? <laughs> Okay, what did you say to what did you say to Screech again? I I said, "What's going on? <laughs> what is this?" Oh, I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. And he runs behind a tree, but you totally see him. St- this the tail is sticking out. <laughs> I, I run, I run over with him behind the tree, and I Goddamn try to hide. Zipper. I try to hide too. Do I, is the is the arrow like actively like in me right now? Or, yes. Or... <laughs> I'm trying what? to I'm trying to climb the tree. I, just, I do. You, do you do you have like a I don't know a first aid? Kit? I mean, I guess I do, but I have an arrow in me right now. I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to do this. So he just sits down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just need to learn learn the ways of darkness. I can teach you if you wanted to. You know, maybe be my sidekick. Uh, um, oh will you will you help me take this arrow out of my arm? <laughs> Oh, I, what do you do? You break off the arrow, right? Ah, and, then, yeah. and then push it out the other side. Ah, what do you do with arrows? That is how you do it, though. Well, if it's all the way through. If it's only, like, just in the surface, and then you just push it the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I would uh, do whatever it is that, that one does there. <laughs> Roll medicine. Oh, boy. That's... Mm. Hey, 17 plus 1, 18. It works. Wow. I mean, wow. Batman did perform a tracheotomy on a baby in the sewer one time. So <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like it would make sense for your character to have some like first aid knowledge. <laughs> he doesn't though. Uh. <laughs> so a, a bunch of the caravan guards come stomping in and uh, they're like, oh, and they see the, the dead goblin and the sleeping goblins and they, um, they, they deal with that. Okay, there's there's guards here. I gotta go again. <laughs> I'm out. Okay, nat 20 that time. Okay, you vanish like the night. And Screech immediately comes around the corner. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Leaf in his ear. <laughs> like, he hasn't even learned that there needs to be, like, a delay or an alibi. <laughs> but, like, honestly, too, like, Selena's, like, not even paying attention because she is, like sitting on the ground just kind of like staring into the distance there's like tear tracks down her face <laughs> dirty <laughs> oh oh my god Celine you've been shot yeah you because okay I was on my bed counting my ball bearing collection <laughs> roll deception with disadvantage <laughs> I mean I think yeah I mean I'll roll it but I, I think she probably does not believe I hate a disadvantage. I got to roll again, but that wasn't at 20. Oh my God. I hope it's a 19. <laughs> no, I guess seven plus. Let's see what's my deception. So nine. But so yeah, Celine knows what's up, but she assumes he's lying for a reason. Like maybe the, like she's like doing the, like she's, her brain is like doing the, like, you know, like the math, like circling around yeah, her brain, like yeah. branching out. That's what's going on inside. And she's like, okay, he must be, Trying to hide it for a reason. The bu- the bullshit answer that superheroes always give of like of like I have to do it because you'd never be safe. You immediately go there. You're like, oh, well, he has to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's got to do this. So, do you wear glasses or anything? 
Do you, do, you, do you kind of like roll that into your disguise or whatever persona? No, but I did wear, I was wearing a nose in the squirrel costume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you've just had this first encounter. You, you survive it. You make it through it. And uh, the rest of your, your trip is uneventful. So you're you're traveling. You're you're almost to the the sleepy town of Rhymeford, which is nestled deep in the mountains of the Whispering Peaks. The first thing you see as you approach is a waterfall that it, it's got to be like 100 feet high at least. It's this huge waterfall. Um, the town is up on a ridge, and uh, so you have to take a winding switchback trail to get up there, which is. It's very difficult for your your carriages to to make it up there. You do see um, towards the top of of the ridge there is a there's a water wheel um, with a, a carriage connected to it, like almost like an elevator situation. But it it seems it seems to be broken down. It doesn't seem to be functioning. So you get to uh, when you get to the top of the, the switchback trail, you see just this gorgeous landscape in front of you there's a uh, this beautiful mountain lake with a small town kind of growing out of the lake's edge and then just like forest and peaks further on behind it off to the west you see a crumbling white tower that you know had to be magnificent back in the day when it was functioning but now it's it's an old ruin the tower stands sentinel above a mine that plunges deep deep into the earth what's the aviary community look like in that tower <laughs> Uh, you'll have to you'll have to get closer to find out. Better believe I will. I imagine Selena's like plastered to like the window of the carriage. <laughs> she's literally I mean, I'm sure she's like traveled some, but it's very like idyllic and like, oh, it's the countryside. You all wouldn't necessarily know this, but our other two characters know this that uh the story goes that Theonite was discovered here hundreds of years ago and a a curious mage built this tower so that he could study it. And it was it was one of the first towers to fall in the Mage Wars because of the sort of strategic importance of this mine. In more recent years, a small keep was built up on the top of the ridge, and it's currently run by Sir Rex Yalos, who is a knight. These sort of settlements will either be run by a baron, uh, if they've got a, a bit more population, or, you know, if it's just a small keep... Uh, that needs to be protected. Maybe a knight will be there. So that's that's the situation we have here. And uh, you know that there's you know this mine um, that's run by Granona Flintbeard of the Reverb Mining and Logistics Company, or sorry, just Reverb Mining and Logistics. I keep putting company on the end um, as the onsite manager. And uh, most of the people in the town work in the mine, but there's also you know, hunters, smiths, and and all sorts of other folks. You know, and anyone that would need you need to make a town function live here. There's probably maybe 200 people that live in the town here. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everybody, Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic. And it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through Hims, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. My favorite spring takeaway, especially after doing taxes, is cleaning out my dang monthly bills that I don't need. When I do my taxes and I go through the lines, I'm like, I spent how much on an MMO I'm not playing? At the end of the month, where does all my dang money go? I can tell you right now that with Mint Mobile, my money is not wasted at all on wireless. I've lowered my wireless bill so cheap, so valuable with Mint Mobile. You know it. A couple years ago, Jennifer and I switched. Pfft, we haven't looked back. I, I, what else am I going to tell you? It just works. I did it. I switched. And I'll tell you what, whenever I go through my bank statements, that wireless bill, mwah, compared to what I was paying before, I scream in heavens and I, I do a dance. All right. I'll do a little dance. You should also say bye to your overpriced wireless plans. Get rid of those jaw-dropping bills, especially because Mint Mobile is here to rescue you. They have premium wireless plans that start at just 15 bucks a month. On top of that, all the plans come with high-speed data, unlimited talk and text, and it's all on the nation's largest 5G network. Whoa. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer in your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash greetings. That's mintmobile.com slash greetings. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash greetings. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fee, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful, and whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself... I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, 
reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. So we're going to switch over to our, our two other characters who have been asked by Sir Yalos himself. It is uh, Remembrance Day is just uh, just about a week off. Uh, that's the big feast, and they are. It is compulsory for for you to celebrate it. And uh, Sir Yalos has requested that you go, and uh, since you all do a lot of things around town, that you go and and take down some big game for the feast. So he would like you to go into the forest to the northeast. Um, you can't go to the forest to the west because that is where the grizzly folk live. Okay. And uh, those are their forests. And, and Rhymeford uh, does not have great relationships with uh, with these these other this other settlement. So you you have to steer clear of of those woods. But you know there's elk and bear and all sorts of other things out here in these woods. Quadrupedal bear. Yeah. Yes, could uh, could could bring them. Um, Tim and Nika, can you describe your characters for me? Let's let's start with Nika. My character uh, is named Rourke, and I spelled it like an asshole because <laughs> I saw the way that Tim spelled his character's name, and I was like, "Well, this is just too fun." <laughs> so it's a play. She is a half orc. Uh, so it's a nice little play on her her name and her race. Um, it's R apostrophe O A R C. She is a bard, and um, you know she is just a like an average little punk kid. She is in her twenties, and she likes to get into trouble and be a thorn in um her uh in tim's character side what she look yeah like? what she look like oh yeah 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 yeah. so she wears um like kind of like piecemeal um things but it's like kind of a punk style in like emo style all i can think of is like um myself Whenever I was like going to the warp tour, but that is not what we are going to be using as our photo reference. <laughs> it, it, she does enjoy, she dabbles in, um, you know, being a bard, she does dabble in playing many instruments, um, like the dulcimer, um, the pan flute, uh, the viol, um, there, oh gosh, what is it? There's another one, um, a whistle stick. A kazoo. Okay. Oh, wow! She could be a whole band herself! Wow, the spoons. She could be a whole band. She's got brass, she's got strings, she's got... Washboard. Yeah, you know, everything. She could just be her, her own genre of music. Jug. She is about, she's a, a little taller. I am always going to make my characters my height because that's easy. Um, so she's, she is 5'8", and she has like really like like 
big hair, but it's like shaved on the sides and very like punk. She's like half elf, so she's got like elf ears. Oh. Um, and she's got orange skin, orangish red. Hell yeah. And green eyes. Timothy, who are you running? Next to her, probably with his arm around her shoulder, uh, pointing into the woods, is a six and a half foot tall man, uh, broad of shoulder. Uh, he has on, since it's cold out, uh, he has on sort of like uh, uh, one of those hats with those ear flaps oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a, a big coat with fur lining uh, that probably has the, the sleeves cut off a little bit uh, for some reason and uh he too has he has a darker orange skin mm. he has long uh gray and, and uh, black hair that has gone mostly gray salt and pepper salt and pepper he has a uh, uh, quite the rotund belly quite the wide shoulders um he's not in quote unquote battle mode he so he's wearing mostly just his cold weather gear probably like you know a, a a gray jacket and uh, uh, pants and boots. Um, he has a uh, kind of like a, a longer beard, mustache, um, uh, blue, bright blue eyes, and uh, kind of smile on his face. And as he's pointing out with his left arm and right arm over Rourke's shoulders, he goes, "All right, daughter of mine, see here that ridge is where we're gonna find elk." Yeah, I don't know if we're quiet enough, but I'm sure me and you can do anything we put our mind to. Sorry for waking you up so early. And he has uh, five green band tattoos Mm. over his large forearm. He has like a small cask uh, uh, clipped to his belt. And he has probably like a huge, he's probably carrying like all their shit. So like a huge cask, probably like a bow at his side and, and, and things like that. Just, you gotta be quiet when you're out here in the woods. (laughs) He screams. (laughs) She is literally just on his back, like, not doing anything or talking, and she's like, yeah, um, quiet. We could be quiet, or we could just smash him. Well, if we could see him, I mean, I'm, I'm, I I just wanted to, you know, when, when, uh, Rex asked me to do this. I was like, sure, okay, I can get out of the tavern. Why not? Take my little daughter out on a little fun uh, uh, camping trip. Yeah, I haven't taught you how to survive out in the woods like I should have. <laughs> I mean... So, did you say your character's name? No. My name is Chuck. Hell no, it's spelled T apostrophe C H U C K or probably K. I forget what. Yeah, you think it, Chuck. Uh, and he's a bugbear. No, he's not. He's a hobgoblin. Oh, I was. Yep, I'm a hobgoblin. Um, so yeah, you know, okay, whatever. So not natural daughter. Not natural daughter. No. 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 We are a, a, a different species. Could there be a story afoot? Yeah, we. You know, the the Hunter's Guild, whatever, they, they get busy doing other things, but I, I'm sure he just wants us to do the, the heavy lifting and whatever. What is that? Perception check, Michael. I got a freaking... Did I not... I didn't take perceptions, you dumbass. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I got a four. I got, I got an eight. I want to see what's in front of me, my friend. Um, you see a squirrel on a far off tree. I snap my fingers and point at it, and um, uh, a bell sound clacks is next to it. Uh, can this squirrel give me a wisdom saving throw, please? I don't think it can, actually. And has the, has the squirrel taken damage yet? No. Like in the previous encounter? Nope. 
All right. Um, then you, Squirrel, if you fail, you take um, a D8 of damage as a loud, sonorous bell claps. Oh, you take one damage. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't see it. It falls to the ground. Dead. Oh, first game. Let's go. I mean, you broke the seal. We get 20 of those. Do we really need the elk? Uh, true. Um, maybe. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, probably shouldn't have cast Toll of the Dead. It's one of the loudest spells I know. But, uh, You tell me I can't cast anything all the time. Yeah, you, and I kind of like, stop, put my hands on her shoulders, hunch down. I'm not kidding. I'm allowed to. You're not. Just <laughs> sing and use your crossbow. Okay, we've talked about this. Mm. She will pat you on the shoulder and she says, okay, whatever you say. And um, I want to give you bardic inspiration. Oh, yay. I'm going to roll intimidation against you. Whoa. Uh, bar- what's your, bardic inspiration is D4? D6. D6? Yeah. God, God is good. So that is a 16 as I, I grab your hand and like too many people died. I am not fucking kidding Rourke cool it we've been very very lucky alright I just want to make sure if your father was alive he would know I was doing a good job okay I feel like an asshole he's not and you are so why can't we have fun there's no one around Rourke it's not always gonna be that way the mine is failing they're bound to try to see what is going on and I don't want to move I I got our house just the way I like it (laughs) Just refinanced it. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, that was, I ruined the mood, but um, do you want to learn how to skin a squirrel? It's kind of, it's not fun. (laughs) It sounds really gross, but also. It is very gross. You want to look at the liver? It's very important. Yeah. I want to read its bones. Jesus. (laughs) Rhea be praised. Uh, uh, Yeah, we can do that. Uh, and I, I grab the squirrel and sort of lay out some of my, my tools and show her how to gut it. Uh, telltale signs of like, this is what it might look like if it's, it's a shitty sick squirrel or whatever like that. Roll, roll survival. You got it, my brother. Now that I did take. <laughs> Shit, I have a plus four in that. Nice. Uh, that would be a 23... You're, you know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you, know, you are able to tell her exactly what this squirrel ate and um, and how to... A nut, see? <laughs> and I don't know, whatever else you want to know about this squirrel. <laughs> That's an acorn in there. Um, and then, yeah, no, I, I then I start probably a little quieter. I... Uh, uh, open the sort of like ke- small keg tankard thing at my side and have a nice uh, 8.30 a.m. Uh, beer and I pass it over to, to Rourke. <laughs> I chug it and then I have a big burp <laughs> and then a tiny quiet burp. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my blood but you did inherit my, my thirst for somehow. Nice burp, daughter. <laughs> I learned from the best. And yeah, we'll probably continue to try to hunt. Um, I can pro- I'm can. i good at surviving by myself, but, uh, uh, you know, it's been quite some time since I've needed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, quickly, you can tell a lot of my muscle has gone to fat. And he's not, yeah, he's, he, he's a husky fellow. He's probably six foot five and 
easily like 350 or so pounds. Um, um, and then probably way more than that with his uh, uh, gear and things like that. But, you know, when he needs to, he's capable. And this is, this is probably not the first time he's gone hunting. He has a, a men's group he goes out with, just a couple of dudes. <laughs> the boys! Every the boys. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like a yearly thing they do. Every Wednesday we have our, our, our three dragon ante night. And uh, <laughs> then uh, every now and again we do our, our freaking um, hunting retreat. Go ahead and roll survival for me again. I'd love to. Do you want to... Um help him uh work yes roll with advantage so i got a 22 so you pick up uh the the tracks of an elk okay for sure and then i think once we actually get to the quote-unquote seer zone i would um probably even take my pack off mm. and set it down um take out like a like a uh, no, I would rub my hand against the uh, like the tree kind of high up and kind of like lightly uh, scorch it. Um, I know we've kind of talked about before the weird way that uh, magic works and um, I'm, I'm playing fast and loose. I'm thaumaturging it, so it probably, you know, wouldn't super do this, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of putting like a, a, a beacon for myself. Just so you don't get lost? Or... Yeah, so I don't lose my bag. Got it. You found these these tracks, um, mm-hmm. and you're able to, and they're recent, and uh, and you're going along, and um, and you find some some scat, some poo. You find a poo. That's that's the scat. I pick up the doo doo and kind of like show her. <laughs> you show her, but then you realize this is bear scat. This is not. Oh god! All right, you're okay. You're allowed to use magic if we come up against the bear because we're outside the city or town. I mean. Do you think I could make the bear like us? Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think you do anything, and I do the the, <laughs> the kind of like punch your chin lightly. <laughs> I think you make anyone like you. <laughs> as long as they pass my test, am I right? I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. You have to. You have to stop cleaning your weapons. <laughs> it's funny. I have no friends. It's fun. Wow, that's not true. I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we probably uh, uh, continue on uh, this time much more. Uh, would the bear folk be weirdly pissed if we hunted a bear? Yeah, we're not going to like accidentally kill one of them, are we? Right. So you're not in their territory at all. And um, and they are known to eat um, to eat bear. All right. Then we continue to hunt this bear. Yeah. Uh, well, you're still good. There, there are elk tracks, too. But uh, but then you you're, you realize you're in bear. You're in bear territory. I, yeah, I probably want to show off, I would say. So I, I would so we're uh, going after the bear. Yeah, we're going after the bear instead. Way more meat. It'll look cool as hell. If we come into town with a bear carcass, how cool would that be? No, this is very cool. I just want you to remember that you're the adult here. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm the adult. So I decide we're going to the bear to be fine. So you uh, you come up and you you come along a stream, okay, and uh, and you see a bear, a black bear fishing in a stream. It's a black bear, the nice guy. They did send us out here to get meat, but if you did want to make it your friend, that's I wouldn't feel mad. But we could always find a milk or something. Let's kill it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just joking, <laughs> but also. But also, let's kill it. Yeah. How are you going to try to approach it? Are you going to sneak up? Or are you going to... 
charge in? I mean, I I uh, I can cast things from 120 feet away. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really ever thought before about hunting with magic and how weird that might be. Um, but you know, I could I could probably give it a heart attack. <laughs> so, which I have a rapier, so I can get up close to it. Uh, okay, well. Oh, I could disguise myself as a tree until I got close enough to it, and then I could stab it. But you'd be saying that you'd be getting close to it as a tree. How many trees that you do you see that walk? Well, the bear doesn't know that. The bear does know that. He lives in the forest. Who's to say that trees don't walk whenever we're not around? Have you ever seen it? You got me there, but he, to survive in the wilderness, you gotta meet the wilderness uh, uh, at, at, at its point. If you try to make the wilderness oh. bend to you, well then, you'll just fail. Well, okay, maybe I can make the bear go to sleep? Yeah, sure. Definitely. Then we can painlessly put it out of its mis- misery. Misery. I don't, it doesn't. I mean, it looks pretty happy, but oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So I would. I would try that. I think I know what I would do. I will try to cast sleep. How close do you have to get? Ninety feet. Ooh. Damn. I cast guidance on you. So you're gonna go to ninety, and and Chuck is gonna go to one hundred and twenty. I'll keep up with her. Okay. So give me stealth rolls. No. Please? Okay. It's rude of you to do better than mine. <laughs> I have a good stealth, but I rolled a nat one, so I got a five. Damn. Two nat one stealth rolls. Plus four, plus your d4 from my guidance, I think. You step on a big stick, and it makes a big snap, and the wind changes, and it's coming right at you, <laughs> and, or coming right behind you, or whatever it is. Yeah. Bear looks and sees you and start and, and wants to eat you and starts attacking. It's foaming from the mouth. It looks... Uh, oh, my God. It's rabbit. And it's got red eyes and one big scar. Ah, it's a zombie bear. Uh, so initiative, Michael? Yes, please. Uh, five. Kill him. Oh, cool. Rourke, you're up first. Um, okay, I'm going to try to cast sleep. So the spell sends magical or sends a creature into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8, and the total is how many hit points a creature this spell can affect. The second time this app. Level one. Sleep is very good at level one. It is. It's very useful. Since it's like so binary, it's like, it's cool. Yeah. Because only once people have more HP, you don't want to cast it because it's just not work. It's just true of everything, I guess. 28 hit points worth of creatures. Christ. Uh, the bear falls down and goes to sleep. Sleepy sleep. Nice job. And I give you a, a bear hug. Pick you up <laughs> and kind of spin you around and pat you on the back. Nice. That was good. Again, do not. How are you? How'd you cast so good? You're not practicing behind my back, are you? No. Okay. And I just like, I believe you. And I just kind of like jaunt off. <laughs> Uh, humanely slit the bear's throat as possible. Show Rourke how to uh, tend to larger game. And hand Rourke our pack, uh, get some sticks, and tie the bear to it, and then kind of put, I assume he's heavier than our pack, and kind of throw it to, on my back and head on back with our two uh, 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 games we have. Yeah. One's a squirrel, you know. <laughs> uh, I be sure I, I make sure, because like, I think it's very funny, to hook the squirrel 
to Rourke. So, you know, it's, we both got something so that I can obviously be like, oh, we both helped out. You look at, look at what she got. Look what I got. <laughs> Which is funny because she got, she did get the bear and I got the squirrel. But you know what? That's classic dad move. You guys are, are going to make the lamest turducken ever. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> oh, can I roll another survival to get some mushrooms or some, Ooh. Jennifer, what are garlics and onions called in the? Alliums. I, and some alliums, please. Do it. Roll, roll it. Okay, that is a uh, uh, 25. You get those. Sick. And I, I show Rourke the various uh, mushrooms, alliums, and, and what have you. Nice. You, you find some um, dandelion greens. Yeah. Nice. Mushrooms have really good PR. They will kill you, though. Are there any psychedelic ones? I would tell her not to touch them. With that good of a roll, there definitely can be. All right. I would probably grab them. And be like, don't eat these. And I wink. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Uh, so uh, you are dragging, or you're carrying this this bear. Yeah. And uh, and squirrel back into town. And, yeah. And uh, an unusual thing happens as you're getting into town. You see a caravan coming in. <gasps> what is this? New people? I mean, probably one of those <sighs> fartsy city folk coming out to experience the frontier. Or maybe, I don't know. Someone's come to yell at all wrecks for the mine or something, or Granona. Ah. Oh, Flintbeard. I better go see Flintbeard to make sure she's okay after this. Okay. And uh, as you're as you're walking past, uh, one of the carriage doors opens and two people step out. Who? We'll find <laughs> out next week. On episode two, curveball, Michael. One person sh- steps out, <laughs> and one big squirrel. We did it. We we did an episode. We did it. That was so fun. That was wow, great. I can't believe I like, almost died immediately. Damn. I can. Yeah. Honestly, I think that was a good experience for me because I'm really not used to playing a squishy character. It has been a very long time. It's Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm glad you put that thing to sleep because I took my armor. I unequipped all my armor. What? <laughs> on my character sheet. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to have disadvantage on stealth. Fuck that. <laughs> just, <laughs> just throwing clothes off. Because you, if you're like a warrior, right, you wouldn't gird yourself for right. battle if you're going to get like a freaking... Elk. Yeah, this is real. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Come no, it's, on, it's hardcore right? mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The best stealth is wait, the best AC is stealth. I don't know what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> the best AC is never getting attacked. Yeah. <laughs> the best HP is AC. That is that is true. Yeah. Yeah. The best healing is not getting hit. So that is definitely true. Wow. wow. That was so fun. Um, you know, we definitely talked about it. It's like, hey, you know, we, we want to uh, luxuriate. So um, I'm really glad that we got to get both of us in there. And and, and I yeah. loved hearing your guys' side of it. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have... I mean, because Nick and I are related. So we instantly had right. our, our shit. So. Yeah. But I already feel like that Botman's Karen and I have been through a traumatic situation together found family wow so i i do feel like celine will because at first i think she would have tried to like be a little more reserved but after you fight goblins with someone (laughs) get enough shot with an arrow yeah get enough sausages in her yeah she's like man (laughs) ready to spill my guts screech is gonna get celine in a costume at some point (laughs) 
Yeah, no, uh, people uh, uh, for Twitch and obviously for people listening in the future, uh, the plan is to uh, change our overlay a kissy. And once we get our art finalized, we don't want to, you know, rush our artist, especially because mm-hmm. he got sick the other day, uh, other week, actually, um, is to have our faces and then our art and yes. our um, uh, some of our stats. We still don't trust you uh, motherfuckers to have our entire character sheets, because as you know, we play good and fun so sometimes we might not use a feature you know what i'm saying um i i did something that thaumaturgy can't do and i i said it but like i thought i could do something else and it couldn't do any of that so you know there we go but that sounds really fun and then we have a couple other ideas down the road but we wanted to um um uh, definitely get into this and make this sort of a a normal one and not in inundate to you inundate 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 um y'all with all those changes obviously we had the leviathan stuff to ease you in but god i'm excited Everyone's characters Thanks. are so cool and so hot. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mm-hmm. this is like probably the hottest crew that we've ever created. Checking Good off for very very specific uh, um, boxes. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. 55 Archetype. years old and huge. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're all all. Everyone loves a daddy. Yeah, you were every boss that I had that I just wanted attention from. <laughs> <laughs> you're my papa <laughs> yeah no we had this one of our meetings where nika had to be like it sure is weird how you're playing this character <laughs> not judging anything weird up for me <laughs> but then everyone else is so hot <laughs> they're so hot oh and i'm a cleric if you couldn't tell i am a sorcerer hey should we go with dice <laughs> <laughs> I would love to give away dice. Oh my god, yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna do two this week because I don't think I can do anything wrong. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you go to dieharddice dot for two for campaign two. Oh, there we go. We gotta. We and got if uh, they well, they, well, they just give it not important. Uh, if there's an issue, we'll just pay for it. So every single week we give away dice. Uh, starting next week, it'll probably be just a measly $50 worth of dice. Did you know that? When we say free dice, we mean free premium diehard dice. Yeah. We don't just mean uh, their rad $12 dice or their singular D20 dice. No, no, no. Uh, these are uh, the sickest sets and maybe some in- information about some custom sets down the road. But if you go to dieharddice.com, you can enter the offer code DRAGONS with an exclamation mark. If you're listening to this outside of what? Uh, 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 April 2022 and on maybe go to instagram.com slash greetings adventurers Nika is uh, the the keeper of the dice uh, code so she always updates the um, the uh, the Instagram to have the correct one if you're listening to this in a couple months but uh, you get 15% off your entire order and then we get a kissy of that money back to us. So you get to help us and help yourself. Um, and of course, that's ads. So don't sue me. <laughs> BioTorch89 and Alien Clam. Congratulations. Excellent. Well, well, golly, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter. We're at Geekly Anchor at D&D Podcast. And we're on Instagram at Greetings Adventurers. I'm at thrifty nerd yes and if uh, any new people uh don't know we do have a whole 
podcast network mm-hmm. called Geek Inc. Tons of different rad shows from the Calls of Cthulhu, Monsters of the Week, podcasts, boot, uh, comics books to freaking internet device. Mm-hmm. There's something for you. Uh, you can also check me out playing um, um, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, which is a published adventure every Thursday at 2 p.m. Or playing Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week podcast every single Monday at 8 p.m. 45 p.m. Eastern. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And <laughs> I also do a Naruto podcast. It's Naruto <laughs> Revuto. It's really good. Check it out. And you can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Sheik. You can find me at Nika underscore Howard. You can also find me on Sundays with the Cthulhu and Friends gang. I am streaming with them. Oh, fun! I just started um, this past weekend. Wait, what? Really? That's rad. Yeah, Ben Ben has taken a little break, and so I am stepping in, and my character's name is Lilith. So you can watch us Sunday at 8.15 Eastern. And then you can find me on Instagram at the Nika Howard. You can find me on Twitter at the Mike Bachman. Uh, Roll for Streetwise. Very soon, happening very soon. I've got finally got a uh, uh, finally got a flight booked on the fifth, and we're going out there and getting that done. Um, but for the next few weeks, uh, Lane from uh, Glass Beach does a Music Mondays, and uh, they're going to be working on uh, they're going to be working on tracks from the album, so you can get a little bit of a sneak peek if you follow Ooh. Glass Beach on Twitter and watch for those uh, posts. Cool, nice, That's exciting. Oh, also, uh, just because it's kind of brief uh, i'm doing a uh, book of boba fett uh, a show called bounty buddies we've been doing it for mandalorian and book of boba fett is very weird <laughs> um so that's really fun to talk about just for funsies the uh, our lo- since we're talking about side project stuff our local game store finally bought some of our games Ooh. oh that's um, nice because we like they saw us at that local event we did uh-huh. they bought some games and they like sold instantly what <gasps> amazing and then they like had us come in to do an event and like there was like it was like the biggest one that they've had and it, no listeners none of our listeners that's so cool wow yeah so they bought like more boxes from us and then they sold those describe to people what drinks and daggers is just in case and the, yeah drinks and daggers.com it's a uh it's a card game based on our our wonderful show um and uh, if you live in Rochester, they can't keep them on the shelves. <laughs> Apparently, they can everywhere else, but around here, well, they put it in like a good spot, and people are just like nom 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 nom, and That's like they're so cool. like third reorder. Damn, yeah, no, it's so cool that like because like we would, the event we did, it was just people sat around for like three hours and played our game, and we just you know helped them or whatever. That's awesome, and um, everyone got super into it. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I, I say I say it a lot. Thank God my friends are talented, so I don't have to lie yes. to them about the things they create because, you know, Drinks and Daggers is like almost exactly the type of shit I love, you know? Yeah, very good. Add base building and you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, well, that's enough plugging us stuff. Um, we will see you all next week and hopefully uh, for a lot of weeks in the future. Yeah, another nine-year campaign. We're not leveling up next episode, but we will level up soon. (laughs) (laughs) We'll, uh, We'll see you next week. Until then, keep it dicey.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.